we're talking about herbs today, right? Absolutely. Okay, let's do this because like I'm well into my holistic alternative remedies and Chinese herbs, you name it. I, I open the fridge and I fix myself before I even go to the doctors. So what are we talking about? So let's talk about superfoods. Let's talk about uh, potency. Let's talk about um, the magic of nature. Let's do if that. We, yeah. Um, first of all, if we, if we want to talk about um, herbalists and, and, and herbs and the term superfood, we are talking about primarily plant-based, um, nutrient-dense um, ingredients from nature, mm-hmm. which are not synthesized, which are not um, manipulated by human. Uh, perhaps we do the purification, um, obviously, and the dosage and the dosing, but the the potency is coming from nature as it is. And like I said, it's mostly plant-based when we talk about um, superfoods and herbs are from nature. And um, uh, when we talk about herbs, there is a wide spectrum. I don't know how much time we have today to talk about herbs. It's don't keep worry. Going. You start. I'll stop you when we need to break. <laughs> All right. So... Uh, before we talk about herbs, there are certain terms which I feel are very important um, to take into consideration. Um, why do we need to go for herbs? Why do we need to go for any um, substances or supplement to complement our food? Um, obviously, we need to um, respond to certain um, factors that manipulate the flow of life. There is stress, there is the free radicals um, from nature itself. Um, there is a bad diet um, and there is pollution. So all these um, environmental um, um, parameters have uh, manipulated the flow of life. And so tuning into nature, be it through sources of water or be it through wild plants or through um, certain elements that I'll talk about, like shilajit, which comes from the mountains, um, we have the access to incredible natural pharmacy around the world. And each region has its own um, properties, its uniqueness, and its magic. So uh, since we're going to start about uh, talking about herbs, um, uh, there is a term called adaptogens. Mm-hmm. And adaptogens are certain um, natural um, ingredients um, that help the body um, to adapt to the environmental and, and stress factors. Okay. One of them is called ashwagandha. Yes, I've heard and of that. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the Indian ginseng in a way. Ah. So it's one of the staples of the, it's a root. Um, it's a staple in Ayurvedic um, uh, uh, encyclopedia and, and the world of Ayurveda. Ayurveda means the science of life. Mm-hmm. And it is as a holistic way to support um, humans through their journey um, through life. So ashwagandha is an incredibly potent um, root and it's normally consumed um, as a powder in a powder form. Mm. And it's in the milligrams dosage, a small dosage that you start consuming and you can just add it to your um, smoothies, your juice, um, uh, dust it on your um, salad um, or with your coffee or tea. It doesn't have a strong flavor um, and it basically works on the nervous system and it basically allows the environment the, the the nervous system to adapt to the environment so with the day-to-day um, um, movement around us 
this is an incredible um, um, superfood and herb that we can consider as a supplement to whatever we consume on a daily basis. Okay. I also think we've got to, um, because a lot of people, you know, remember when vitamins came out like 15, 20, 30 years ago, everyone was jumping on the bandwagon. We also have to yep. be careful how much we have of everything per day. Because some, sometimes people think, okay, this is a superfood, let's have a shot every day of this. Yeah, absolutely. It's not just that uh, the dosage is um, essential, that we need to take it in, in small dosage for the body to respond to it, but also the we, we, have, we are intelligent beings and our bodies are intelligent. And so when you keep feeding in something that is considered to be, like we call it super, um, it, the body normalizes it. Mm. And it's a way to cope with it. And this creates a resistance. So by time, it will not be as potent as when you first started with it. So it's very important to um, tune into the medicine or to into the herb or the supplement and take it in small doses, see how the body responds to it and have break once in a while. Obviously, there are certain protocols to consume different um, um, superfoods or supplements along the way. Okay, so we're going to talk more in a minute. Let me just ask you, we've got to go to a break. Um, what are some of the things that you wake up and just have ritually every day to keep you going? Literally, along with ashwagandha, which is um, a stable, I have the CMOS uh, gel that I can talk about. Yeah. I have the shilajit um, uh, substance, which I can talk about. In addition to bee pollen, that I can also talk about. <laughs> okay, I don't know any of those, but we'll find out what they are after. You're listening to Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8. So, Shadi, uh, something that you've brought up, which now I'm going to, uh, Japanese will say the same about matcha, exactly what I'm about to say about turmeric. So, I'm Indian, turmeric was in my food every single day. So, suddenly, when the Westerners, even though I grew up in England and I am partly Westerner, started packaging it and selling it for triple the price, going, this is a superfood, I was like, what? But I think the Japanese feel the same about matcha. So you talk to me about it, because for me, it's an everyday staple. What is the power of turmeric? Absolutely. So I, to be honest, it was on my list to, to, to mention it. It's one of my favorite. And, and today I juiced um, nearly 500 grams of turmeric and just I keep it there as a liquid and I add it to my smoothies or juices. So the ultimate property of turmeric is its anti-inflammatory capabilities. And so inflammation is something that we suffer a lot from today, um, especially it's not the superficial in inflammation that can appear on our skin, but also within the gut. Yeah. Um, we create an acidic environment within ourselves thanks to the way that the food is processed today, heavily processed. And in addition to that, the quality of the water that we drink is, is extremely, or in general, the, the liquids that we consume are, are mostly acidic. And so when you hear alkaline water is healthy, it's not meant to be healthy, rather it's meant to balance, to come to a balanced pH in the body. And so um, when you have an acidic environment, the, the guts gets inflamed, inflamed. And this inflammation, um, creates poor absorption, digestion uh, problems, and, and gut, and, and we, it creates the leaky gut and so on. So there are many, many um, problems that are created through inflammation, and turmeric is considered one of the most potent anti-inflammatories out there on the planet. 
You know, I um, we put turmeric every day or whenever we eat curries and we call it subjis like dishes with ginger, garlic. That's our everyday staple. So it's it's um, and I don't think I'm overly inflamed. I'm a little bit <laughs> maybe. So it's not too bad. But a lot of people also in India, we mix it with milk as well. And they started making turmeric lattes here now. Yep. And it's called the golden milk and mm. it's very potent. Um, we also have our uh, turmeric latte in the cafe. We offer it regularly. Yeah. And one important thing that not many people may be aware of, that it, the active ingredient in turmeric, which is called curcumin, um, is is not easily absorbed in the body. And so one other element when it comes to how we consume healthy um, um, uh, ingredients is the bioavailability, which means how much of the potency is or the active ingredients are absorbed by the body. And so adding a tiny bit of black pepper increases the bioavailability of curcumin up to 2,000%. Wow. And you don't need to add much. It's almost like a 2% ratio or, uh, um, and, and that's all what you need to add to turmeric um, to make the body benefit more from it. Okay. So what else is on your list to talk about today? Um, before the break, you mentioned the vitamins, and they were the big thing um, some time ago when they first started in our um, awakening of what's healthy. But if we break it down to the basics, there are minerals, and minerals are uh, what we really need to focus on. And one of the greatest um, sources of mineral is a seaweed called simos. It's I, a moss. I it, do love seaweed. I do love seaweed, actually. Yeah, and, and they are very rich in minerals. And the particular seaweed that I'm talking about, which is called sea moss, is um, primarily around the Atlantic Oceans, either in the Caribbean or in Ireland. Um, you can find it. And it's like a spiral golden color um, sea moss that you primarily um, acquire it or purchase it in its raw form in a dehydrated form. Mm. And then you soak it in water and it's incredible how much it, it, it expands in, 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 in size. Um, and then you can just basically soak it overnight for 24 to 48 hours, squeeze a bit of lemon just to um, rinse it from the smell of the ocean in a way. And then you blend it with a little bit of water and then you produce a gel. And this gel is incredibly potent in its um, uh, 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 in the way it contains a lot of minerals, nearly 92 minerals up to, of the 102 minerals that the body um, requires um, in a dietary supplement are within CMOS. So when you say make it into a gel, is that to put mm -hmm. on our body or in our body? Because you can eat seaweed once it's prepared, like you said, just normal. You don't have to make it into a gel format, right? Or is there a reason for mm -hmm. making it into a gel? Well, the common the common mainstream, let's say, dietary supplement um, or, 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 or let's say uh, dietary use of seaweed is the dark colored seaweed, mm. um, which is in nori sheets or like uh, 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 flakes and whatnot. But seaweed, uh, the, the sea moss is more of um, a, a brighter color. Yeah. And it's not really something that you would, it's, it's almost like a, a whole strain in one piece, which is not really in a dried form that you can consume. So when you make a gel out of it, you can use it on your body and in your body. And so it's a great um, um, hair mask 
incredibly uh, popular in the Caribbean, so that you can just apply it on your hair for stronger and nourishing hair, or you can add a tablespoon or two tablespoons into your smoothie or your acai bowl or anything that you're blending, and then you can consume it as a dietary supplement yeah, in I, your body. I just feel everything you can eat in your fridge or your cupboard, you can also put in your hair and your face, and I have done that. I once, Shadi, uh, put egg on my hair because it is very good, but what I accidentally did is I washed it off with warm to hot water and it turned into scrambled egg because it was poached in my hair. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I hear you in that. <laughs> yes, so don't follow my instructions, follow Shadi's. Okay, one more. We've got time for one more, Shadi. What else do you want to talk about? Let's talk about Shilajit, which mm. is one of my favorites. I've, so I've heard of that. I what came, is it? Yeah, I actually came across Shilajit in 2016, the first time I was in Nepal and I was in the mountains. I went in a silent uh, retreat for 10 days. And after the retreat, I met one person who was talking to me about Shilajit. And he said, the Sherpas, who are the um, Tibetan uh, natives and, and the people who live in the mountains in Nepal have this substance as a staple on um, their daily food intake. And this is what gives them all this potency and strength, especially the elderly ones. And he was showing me this tar-like substance, which was very dark, and it had the smell of earth. Like if you ever been to a countryside and you've been around cattle, and you smell that earthy smell. Like a that farm. Is like a farm. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, is, it, isn't, it isn't that, but it's really deep. And it's basically made of humus, which is the core of, of the planet. Yeah. So the history is that um, over the billions of years when the tectonic plates started to move to create the, the, the continent and the, 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 the mountains, a lot of the organic um, elements of nature, primarily the uh, uh, vegetation, got trapped and and I got um, between earthquakes and movements um, over a long period of time and pressure and heat. Um, this star-like substance started to leach from the mountain, from the stones, from the rocks. And it's incredibly rich in minerals, especially um, um, something called the fulvic acid, which is like a powerhouse food for the mitochondria in the cells. And um, you just need to take a tiny bit of it, this little tar-like. Um, you just um, mix it with hot water or coffee or tea and take it in small doses on a daily basis. And um, it got incredible, incredible potency and um, a lot of uh, benefits to the body. Okay, well, we're running out of time now, Shadi. But what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to come over and see you guys. I haven't been there for a while to Seva. We can sit down and have a chat and you can help me get off my superfood, which is a piece of cheese every day. That's my <laughs> there, there, there is magic in that as well. And Good. Certainly, we look forward to have you over. All right, Shadi, it was an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Pleasure, Poonam. Welcome back to Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Eat well, live well. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8. So we've been talking about food uh, for the past two 